Welcome to Set Up for Lifetime Value, a podcast series from Underwater Pistol, where we discuss e-commerce trends, answer your questions, and deliver some really useful advice on how to stay ahead of the curve in the online retail industry. Follow along to get set for life with the best e-commerce tech stack. Hi, Lily. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Hi, I'm really well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, great. Thank you. So thanks for joining us for our first ever episode of our Set Up for Lifetime Value series. In the first few, we're talking all about CRO, which is your area and you'll be featuring a lot. Would you like to tell us a bit about yourself, a bit about your introduction to CRO? Yes, of course. So I look after CRO and UX and in my role, I essentially just use data analysis to identify and also test opportunities to increase website conversions, which is basically just a fancy way of saying that I sit and look at websites all day and think of ways for them to be better. So my journey into CRO started with an absolutely diabolical website. My partner was working in HR in an e-commerce company and the MD had seen some of my work that I did for a, a local gym brand. The exact thing that he'd seen was an advert that I'd created. So the brand had sent me some products to do a photo shoot with and my Bengal cat, Bear, was chilling with me and he very kindly agreed to appear in the photo shoot. So the resulting image was Bear with his paw wrapped around the gin bottle. Um, So the board of directors somehow saw this and they apparently loved it and I got hired to run some ads for them. It was only a month's trial to begin with just because they'd previously had such bad luck with marketing. Although just under a week later, I got called into a meeting um, where I was then put in charge of all of their marketing, which was good. (laughs) So their their website was like plodding along making, uh, I think it was something like 4K a month and it was in no way optimized. So long story short, I hired an amazing team and together we rebuilt and fully optimized the site in just three months. The revenue shot from 4K to averaging around 300K or more on a good month. And then the conversion rate also went up from 0.51% to 2.79%. Wow, that is a fab stat. I bet that comes up in your CV, any interviews. <laughs> yeah, I know. Literally anytime I can like bring it up, I'm just like, I did this. I, well, it's fab. I mean, I that immediately it. says about, you know, why CRO is important, which we're going to touch on Absolutely. in this podcast. So no spoilers. <laughs> Um, But the first question was starting with super basic introduction, because that is what this podcast series is all about. And we're super basic. As (laughs) As an expert, what is CRO, Lily? So CRO is conversion rate optimization. That's the process of increasing the amount of conversions that are happening on your site by reducing friction and enhancing your visitors experience without increasing traffic. So we're focusing on the traffic that's already coming to the site. Now, your conversion rate is the percentage of visitors that land on your site and take the action that you want them to take. So these don't have to be monetary conversions. This can be things like becoming a lead, making a purchase, or clicking on a thing. Whatever the defined action on your site is, it's essentially ensuring that you optimize every aspect of your customer's journey so that you can maximize sales and get more out of your existing traffic rather than repeatedly trying to drive new traffic. Okay, fab. So what sort of things are involved in that process of optimizing a website? So it involves things like analyzing data to become more informed about your user's behavior, creating hypotheses based on what the data is telling you, split testing, um, enhancing content, etc. Sometimes it can even come down to something as minute as testing a button color. I really enjoy using psychology in my marketing. Um, It's not compulsory for CRO in any way but it's paramount for predicting human behavior. So human behavior has always fascinated me and studies show that our behavior is actually 93% predictable. And over the years, I've learned a lot about behavioral biases as well as the science behind why we buy things. 
However, saying that, one size doesn't fit all. Behavioral biases help us predict what humans should do, not what they will do. So you could almost look at CRO like a riddle with an infinite number of outcomes. So for example, say your average order value is like 44.69 and you want to boost it up over 50 pounds. You could, if margins allowed, offer free next day delivery if users order by 2 p.m. and the order is over 50 pounds. So you could pop a banner on your homepage and wait for the orders to come rolling in. However, say it's not gaining as much traction as you'd hoped. This is where you could employ a tactic such as scarcity marketing. So you keep the banner, but you add a countdown timer to it and you display it on every page of your site. So no matter what page your user lands on, they're going to see this. They might not even need the product the next day, but when faced with a time crunch, the compliance switch in our brains gets tripped and suddenly we need it and we need it now, which means nine times out of 10, your conversion rate on your, and your AOV should increase. I think lots of people will be able to relate to both those things, including you and I, either having to get over that amount, because you're not going to pay for delivery when it's free if you just spend five pounds more. Like, obviously, you then have to boost it up literally. and then all for the same thing. Are you kidding? I literally yeah. like was just browsing on my lunch break and I saw a clothes site that did that and I suddenly ended up ordering like hundreds of pounds worth of clothes within five minutes. It was insane. Even though you know the tricks, you still get tricked yourself. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I know. It's, I, I shouldn't, but somehow I do. <laughs> so I think through what the examples you've already told us kind of show how important CRO is, Absolutely. but from your perspective, why... Why should other businesses care about CRO? So CRO is one of the least expensive ways to grow any business. Your conversion rate actually has a huge impact on how successful and how profitable your digital marketing efforts actually are. By investigating how your customers behave on your website and what they like or dislike, you can increase their desire and remove any conversion blockers from your site. I see a lot of businesses focusing on traffic, which don't get me wrong, it's absolutely crucial. But let's say you're trying to get more sales. You can certainly achieve this by spending more time and more money on things like paid traffic or even working to increase your organic visibility. Or you could focus on increasing your conversion rate, which is essentially optimizing your site to generate more sales by, like we said earlier, concentrating on converting the visitors that you actually already have. In terms of paid advertising, CRO helps convert a higher percentage of traffic, which lowers your cost of acquisition and maximizes your return on investment without spending any more money. Yeah, fab. I mean, that's a great pitch for investing time and money into CRO. So if Thanks. you know the people listening into this are thinking, do you know what? It's time. It's time I really start thinking about CRO. How do businesses get started with it? So really good question. So first of all, I would say define your goals. You need to know what you want in the outcome of your test to actually be. So whether that's an increase in conversions, a reduction in exit rates, or just improving the overall experience of your site. Otherwise, you run the risk of tunnel vision testing, which is basically conducting a load of tests without any purpose whatsoever. And when they come to an end, you just kind of like shrug your shoulders and then move on to the next one because you're not really sure what should have happened or what did happen and why. Your next step should be ensuring that your data channels are set up correctly. If they're pulling in incorrect data, then you'll be making changes that could have a negative or no impact on your conversion rate. From there, you would need to conduct a full audit of your site, as well as conducting usability testing to understand how your potential customers are using your website and where your conversion blockers actually are. Next, based on your data, you need to formulate hypotheses on what could be improved and why. Once you have that nailed down, you can implement your test and let it run while keeping a very close eye on the data that's coming in. 
And lastly, you analyze all of your data to see which version was the most successful and why. The original element, which would be the control element, or your test version. If it's the former, then you go back to your hypothesis and your implementation to check for errors before adapting and retesting. If it's the latter, then you deploy the winning variant and then congratulate yourself on a job well done. Great, wow, that was so in-depth. I feel like you've almost given too much away now. So that's a very clear step-by-step -step guide. It's on fine, but we can edit it out, right? Just give like, the, fir the first like three words or something. Uh, this is what it's all about, giving away these uh, tech insights from our experts such as yourself. So yeah, thank you very much for running through those. I think that's really useful for a business or a brand to kind of get started is to follow that list, especially like defining the goals. I mean, that's so important and it's not something you'd necessarily sit down and actually think about like, right, what do we specifically want rather than yeah, hundred percent. Rather than being like gung ho about it, you need to sit down and prioritize what you can do and what you want the outcome to be. Otherwise you're just going to be testing and testing and testing with no real line of sight. So it just makes it easier all around really. Yeah, great. Well, thank you very much for going through that. I think that now brings us to the end of our first episode. So thank you very much for the introduction from your perspective, Lily. It's been great no to problem. hear. Thank you so much for having insight. me. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, so for the listeners, anyone, if you want to learn more about CRO, we have a very helpful ebook that's called Learn to Grow with CRO, which has some more insights about how to get started and a basic introduction to CRO, which would be really useful if you're just entering this new world. Uh, but then until then, join us next time where we'll be back with Lily and speaking about more CRO insights and we'll be maybe joined by some other experts within the industry as well. So thanks, Lily. It's great to speak Exciting. to you. Thank you so much. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>